0: The Saratoga Friday Bankroll Builder Edition of the Notorious OTB on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by Circa Sports. Circa Sports is back with their Circa Survivor and Circa Millions Contest. $14 million is up for grabs. Get all the details at circasports.com. ready to the Notorious O.T.B. brought to you by the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. And as always, it's all good, baby, baby. Oh, it was all a dream. We used to read Blood Horse magazine. I got my Cuban link on. Yes, Cuban D. I'm your host, Chase Sesum, the Wolf of Oak they say Sippy, sir, Welcome to the show. Uh, I got, I got someone joining me today uh it seems like uh after me going solo for like a while like people were kind of worried and so they're checking in making sure uh that that i'm okay doing these by myself uh, <laughs> they remain am- amazed i could talk to myself for very long you can hear them giggling right there when we come together we become handicapping ladies and gentlemen salt and It always
1: See,
0: ooh. I, I've started since you've been here, I've started incorporating like uh, a lot at the beginning. I feel like it yeah. sets the tone, it gets it gets a hype. It does, you, you know, you it's doing, always, man? it's always, other mood than hype.
1: oh, yeah, right. I'm doing good, I'm doing good, I'm feeling better, you know, summer's here. Saratoga's here, Delmar's here, or almost here. Um, but yeah, man, things are good.
0: Life is good, man. How about yourself? Man, I, enjoying it. I've, I've been pretty hyped up for the Saratoga thing, which means uh, I haven't slept in a couple days, which is pretty much par for the course for any like big handicapping weekend. Um, did you get a chance to watch the races today at all? Yeah, absolutely. Always. Would, if, if, would, if anything, you can always trust that I'm watching. You
1: might not be betting, but I'm definitely watching.
0: What'd you uh? what you think of the track? How it was playing? Um, it, it was eerily similar to
1: last year the way the track was playing. Um, it looks like they're running on a record player in the stretch, but you know, uh, the racing was good.
0: Yeah, you no, know,
1: it's it's Saratoga, so it's all it's all good. It's, you know, mean, it the, seemed
0: pretty fair to the pace, honestly. Like the races that yeah, it was they were did. they were very fair.
1: Yeah, you know the the track's playing fair, but it it's just it just plays slow for whatever reason. Um, it kind of did that sort of at the beginning of part of the last year's meet too. And then I think they may have scraped the track or something because it picked up after literally like the halfway point. And right. then, it, then things look like visually, even, uh, the horses look like they were running faster than they were previously and so on. So, you know, Long meet, even though it's it's a short meet, it's still a marathon type thing
0: where you gotta, you know, take your time and be deliberate oh, yeah, and get some money. I I love I love the first day of Saratoga, uh, because you get <laughs> for like the first three or four races, the uh oh, I can't stand this chalk. And then like a thirty six dollar horses come in. It's like, how do you even <laughs> play this place? How do you even play this place? This is play this is Track regulation size or what? Like, it's it's absolutely, like, I love it. I love the rage quits on the first day of the Saratoga meet. Um, oh, they're, man, they're those pretty, are the best. Pretty solid. I, I'm more prone to, like, the hit a race or two and then uh, get crazy uh, Saratoga hubris. And then DJ Icarus <laughs> just flies way too close to the sun.
1: Yeah, that, that was, like, that $44 winner today in the steak race. Uh, you know, um, I forget the name of the horse, but was a first-time starter in a race with a lot of one-time starters. Yeah. And and it it was 22 to
0: 1 and got it done. You know what's really funny about that is uh, yesterday when I had had, uh, Jessica Tugwell on to talk kind of pedigree and stuff, and we were talking about the Skylerville, we were talking about Becky's Joker. And we both said, you know, that's the horse that you kind of have to include because of the uh, what the fuck are you doing here? angle yeah right yeah that's
1: that's my that's my favorite it's like all right everything makes sense except
0: for this one and that's usually the one that wins so we both said that out loud we both agreed and then we both (laughs) proceeded to just not even put the horse uh on our ticket based off the what the fuck are you doing here angle like just summarily dismissed with little fanfare no gold watch no nothing you know what's funny about that
1: is Back in my tournament playing days, I cool. uh, oh, we catch some of that smoke early, huh? Yeah, um, you know, those are the kind of horses that I I would definitely look for, um, and and it's it's it, now it's incorporated into my my process and my handicapping and betting. Um, you, you know, it, it's it's just like that old adage that there's only one way to be a hero is to do the hero thing. Yeah. Picking that horse was a hero thing. And you yeah. can't af- be afraid to do that, especially at this meet where, you know, everybody's going all out and the horses that seem like they should win probably should, but you got to factor in the fact that this is the primetime meet. Everybody's going for it. And they're going to, they're going to, you know, kind of switch it up a little bit sometimes and, and have horses that are dirtied up a little bit. And, and those are the ones that win and pay prices here. You know, you usually get a couple of those a day at
0: Saratoga and that's what I sit and wait for. And I wait for it. You know, I realized as you are talking that I had a very like, you know, a uh, slanted perspective on things because you're like, what's the easiest way to be a hero? I was like, watch your parents be murdered. It's time. Yeah. It's way easier than doing the hero thing, quite honestly. Uh you just yeah. have to sit back no. and
1: yeah, don't be a good guy with the gun, right?
0: That's right. That's right. Uh you know, maybe let's not talk about uh yeah. <laughs> don't We don't want we guns.
1: Know. We want Saratoga and what?
0: We want it. Plus, Circus Survivor contests. They are back with 14 million guaranteed prizes up for grabs. Circa millions. All you got to do is pick five NFL games against the spread each week. Circus Survivor, just pick a different money line winner each week. You enter in Vegas, you play from anywhere. The Sports Gambling Podcast will be out there at the last, last weekend in August. Go to circusports.com for all the details. Circusports.com. What would you do with – Barry, what would you do with $14 million if you won that shit today? I would probably
1: get it somehow in cash so I could just yeah. lay on it for a little while.
0: Yeah. That would be the yeah. first thing I'd do. Uh, just, a, just a lazy Floyd Mayweather. I like the move. Yeah. I like the move. I I mean, it would be very hard for me not to walk around – I have like – Several pre-packed Louis Vuitton duffels with like hundred dollar bills, so I could just roll into Charlestown and fucking bankrupt bridge them. jump in the sh- <laughs> bridge jump in the show pool, <laughs> bankrupt them in in, in two races. Go, oh, all we right. got no more money. Chase got it all. That's right. That's right. Made it. Made that two percent on that five thousand dollar place bet at Charlestown overnight. All right. What are we talking about today? Uh, you bet. Your sweet Biffy We're talking about Saratoga. Uh, listen. I've got with me the, just the king of, of this show format, the bankroll builder.
1: Never lost.
0: So, we're here. We go. Here are the rules playing the Friday Saratoga car. That's this Friday, the 14th of July, 2023, year of our Lord. Post time 110 Eastern, 1210 God's time. You can play any race, you can play any bet. You just got to keep it in $100. So, did you have a strategy for for what plays you're going to pick out? Because I most definitely did, considering uh, um, things on the horizon.
1: It's kind of tough because the the forecast says rain, and there's quite a few uh, turf races. So I kind of had that in mind with my plays. So I'm going to give you a couple
0: of doubles and uh, gonna make some money tomorrow. That that was my thing. Is I actually have like a. a... Not necessarily my my strongest opinions, but they're my most like, you know, reading rainbow, like let's follow our imagination to to Pleasure Town. Well, not Pleasure Well, that sounds terrible. To uh, you know, Joyville. What? Damn it. That's still ugh. Okay, I'm just gonna get off of this line of uh of uh you know talking. Uh anywho, all right. I, I decided like I'm not gonna mess with the turf. I have no idea who's still gonna be in those races. I have a better idea with the dirt, so I tried to minimize uh, contact with turf races except for the Coronation stakes because that's the one most likely to stay uh, on the turf if they do indeed have turf and also I got a horse that I like there that that works both ways but let's go ahead and get into it how are we gonna spend this hundred dollars Uh Barry your first play came in race three Uh let's set this up for you race threes five and a half furlongs on the turf a thirty five thousand dollar non winners of two lifetime disclaimer uh and that's on the melon turf and it looks like the rail is set at 12 feet how are you attacking this <sighs> well you know the, this race
1: has a a few kind of disclaimers in it like the chad brown horse number nine venezia or Ven- venencia sorry about that um well, this horse is always
0: you know I intentionally closed out the p- past performances from today, so I wouldn't do this. Race three on Friday is a sixty-two thousand and a half, well sixty-two thousand five hundred non-winners of one something going eight and a half furlongs on the inner turf. Yeah. In that that's the one. <laughs> that's, that's the, the right one race. Yeah. There
1: we go. So you got Chad Brown, Flavian Pratt gonna take a lot of action, but that horse is a dead closer, and that's not always the thing to be especially in new york you know for whatever reason the, the paces there tend to be a little bit slower he also has another horse um, who's a little bit quicker and should probably be more forwardly placed but is going to get crushed in the wagering Is royalty interest number six and that one doesn't look all that great to be honest i mean yeah you know she ran in the pen oaks last time and didn't do so great malimu won that race uh, metaphysical was second uh, Princess Bettina was third and this horse was 80 cents on the dollar and lost woof woof yeah in a spot that everyone in the US must have thought that horse was going to win that race and and clearly uh, she didn't so I'm 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 not so keen on her and I think you know Venencia has some some holes so we'll get them right out of the way we're not we're not going chalk here I'm gonna take number five, Bolivie. Bolivier okay. or Bol- Bolivie? I don't know.
0: Uh where is this? Bol- it's the five.
1: Bolivie? Yeah. Bolivie. Bolivie. Like
0: Bolivie. Yeah.
1: yeah. Okay, we'll go with there Bolivie. Go. So Bolivie. Um now this horse is 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 well traveled, obviously coming from uh France, which is interesting oh, well for an Irish bred horse. Yeah. Uh And didn't really run all that badly on the synthetic after um, she turned three this year. So there was two races on the synthetic that were pretty good. Then this horse gets transferred to Brendan Walsh over here in the States, runs in a stake, a $300,000 stake at Turfway and gets thumped, which probably was a little bit ambitious of a spot. Considering I know this horse ran a, a, you know, Okay, race over in France on the synthetic, but over here it's a different animal, and I I think they they understood that. Especially with the next move was going to mile and eighth on the turf at Churchill, getting Lasix for the first time, this horse vastly improved. I think you know, giving that horse a race was the key. Comes into this race going back to the turf. If it's raining or the turf catches some water overnight and it's a little bit soft, I think this is going to be to this horse's advantage. Workouts very, very well coming into this race. There was a uh, two workouts, two bullets at, at Turfway. One was a one out of 32.4 furlongs um, bullet for this race. So that one's coming into the race the right way. The other horse that I'm going to use in my double is number seven, Quarrel. Horse should be forwardly placed. Doesn't look like there's a whole hell of a lot of speed in here. And I, I think this one... Gets Castellano, who's riding out of his
0: mind right now, yeah. and we're also mini JJ Renaissance right yeah,
1: now. Yeah, right. It's, it's 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 reminiscent of the past, but uh, you know this this is like old Gulfstream, like 2012, 13, 14 ish Javi. So we're yeah, gonna man. go with that one. Who's gonna be forwardly place? Has some stake experience. Probably ran the best turf race of of her career last time in a loss. Going wide on both turns. Gets blinkers. Hobby's doing well. horse is coming into it the right way. I I think that one's gonna show up and run a, a nice one. So we're gonna take those two horses in race number three. And we're gonna connect that one to race number four, which is the Wilton. It's a restricted stake for Phillies going a weird distance of a mile. Oh, and it's not a weird distance, it's weird how they go about weird it. weird configuration. Let's say that Um, because you know, you have a distinct advantage on the outside or or being the, the outside horse. And I think that's why you don't get too many entries in races like this. This one has five and I'm going to go with the second choice in the morning line exceed. Um, I I think this horse is just kind of versatile uh, in comparison to the rest of them. Unsung melody should have a lot of speed and the favorite with IRAD, who I've been vocal publicly about saying that he is not as good with horses on the lead as he is with coming off the pace. Nope. We're going to go against him. And we're going to take Exceed for the second half of our $20 double. So we're going to go uh, Golavi and yeah. quarrel with Exceed.
0: I think if you just throw in one of those weird, smug French laughs afterward, after you say bull of the, yeah, there it is. There you go. This man laughs in on Francais. So my first play also came from the Wilton stakes. Um, Fun fact about the Wilton stakes. It's claimed to slept with over 2000 women in its lifetime. Um, I think that's the same. No, that's Wilt Chamberlain. Wilt Chamberlain. Chamberlain. Yeah. So I got a big price that I, really love in this race um what i remember from the uh one wacky ass one mile races at saratoga last year on the dirt on from the wilton shoot um was that for some reason these races look like they were just going to be easily handled by early speed and then closers would just come flying in it's kind of like it was almost like the short stretch at oakland where people almost psych themselves out to think that they have to be at a certain spot. So they go way too fast early. And then someone comes and picks up the paces on the short stretch. I, I think there's maybe a little bit of that to it. Also, it's not like they make like a, like a turn. It's like they, they like hang, hang a loo handy there at the, at the top of the, of the shoot for like those six and seven furlongs. It's so weird. It's I, w- I could do without this, honestly, unless they add like hoops with fire to jump through. Uh, but Yeah, oh, I mean, we want our equine athletes to be safe, but, I mean, things, people jumping through rings of fire is objectively fucking cool. All right, I thought that I needed to take a horse that was coming from off the pace, and it left me with two options. It left me with Sacred Wish, the three, and it left me with just Catherine, the one, at 12 to one on the morning line for Jose Jimenez with the uh, unlocked... JJ here, I get Javier Castellano this time. We're just trading JJ's for, for win purposes. Um, I like this horse to kind of maybe come from off the pace a little bit. Uh, You know, it really popped on figures. If you look at that uh, optional claim for5 $50,000 uh, on the mud, you know, muddy track from June 16th, that horse threw just a, a big time figure compared to what's, you know, last couple starts had been Uh, four points over. It's uh you know, previous top figure. Uh, it could be that if this comes up muddy, we might have just, you know, uh, unlocked the nader just Catherine here uh, at, a, <laughs> at a huge price. Um, so I'm going to play a $10 win place. I have a feeling that this price will come down just a little bit. I think there will be nibbles at, at just Catherine. Also, I'm just not doing well with saying things that don't, sound awkward uh currently for some reason um <laughs> we'll no longer be talking about nibbling of people with female names on this show all right and then the next thing i did was i had a ten dollar exacta and what i did was i put just Catherine and the five randomized who look like it might be you know had a chance to be the speed of speed for, for chad brown up front and i'm totally with you that i don't think irad runs very well up front but you know maybe maybe this this is a situation where we're just in the pat- most passive jockey colony in America and they just let them walk? Um, so I went one five with one three five in a ten dollar exacta, and I think if I can get that one either into first or second with the uh, with the five, then I, I'm golden. If I can get one over three, then just I mean, cue the Andre Andre three thousand because just bombs <laughs> over Baghdad right now, you know. All right. That was my first play Play double. Don't worry. Don't worry. We got more plays coming. This line, because we get talk about underdog fantasy, because we're brought to you by underdog fantasy and their best ball. Mania four is here. And underdog fantasy is giving away $15 million in prizes. Apparently, we've talked about $29 million in prizes. Underdog Pick'Em is always a great way to get down on your favorite MLB and NFL season player props. There's so many ways to win over on Underdog, and Underdog is available in so many states. Head over to underdogfantasy.com and use promo code SGPN for a 100% deposit bonus up to $100. That's underdogfantasy.com, promo code SG. So Barry, you know how I have these like weekly obsessions for a little while. It was uh, that uh, one old white dude who could dance from one of your videos where he was doing the uh, I call it the emotional retreating robot uh, dance move <laughs> right now. It's CGI uh, or sorry, uh, AI images of recent past president, uh presidents uh, with just a gang behind them and them wearing just the biggest, thick, thickest Cuban links I've ever seen. I've got one of George W and one of Clinton. And uh, it they go hard. They go real hard. Do they?
1: Do they have like a, a magazine? Like you know, like back in the day, I don't. I don't even know if the it's still in publication. But the High Times. Oh yeah. Do they have something
0: like that for Cuban links? I feel like there's got. It's got to be there's like it's be, right. It's a niche. You know something that I really learned uh, whenever I put on my first Cuban link when I clicked the uh, you know the airplane seat. like He-Man, floor, right? He had the power. Like, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I was welcomed into another dimension where, you know, every few like summers. Thanos. Yeah. The Isle of Astonishing Motherfuckers is what I call it. <laughs> All right. Moving on. We're hitting Barry's second play here, which uh, I believe you said started race seven, correct? Yes, sir. At six furlong, $16,000 claimer. Uh, you got a coupled entry here. Uh, Poppy's Pride and Gandhi Dancing. Those are uh, coupled. It looks like they are both in for a Novak stable. Uh, you've got uh, Gustavo Rodriguez training both of them. You got Jose. You got Luis and you got Jose. Uh, Luis Saez and Jose Les Cano. I know Barry be playing doubles. Does Barry continue yes. to be playing doubles? Yes, I do.
1: Yes, I do. And we're going to start with this one. Um, you know, th- these kind of races are, are like my bread and butter, the, the, the cheaper claimers. Um, Usually they draw big fields and usually it's a lot of chaos. And that's, that's what I thrive off as a horse player. Um, And speaking of Poppy's pride in Gandhi dancing, that's one of the, well, I'm using the entry, but honestly, I like Gandhi dancing a lot here. Um, I I think this one has a huge chance and probably will, you know, probably won't be favored. Um, But. This horse, uh, if you look in the past performances, this horse broke, uh, not didn't break his maiden, but won at Saratoga last year, August 5th, in a similar race. It was a state bred $25,000 open claimer uh, going, or not open, it's a state bred claimer, $25,000, going seven furlongs. Um, Off the bench, too, a little bit, off of a a slight layoff. this one has a race this year closer to this one, but doing the same sort of thing. And, and the form may be a little bit muddied up because this horse got claimed uh, two back at Belmont and, and came sort of off a poor race. But previously, because this race seems to have a lot of speed in it. It sets this up well because this horse ran in a in a statebred optional claimer 45,000 last time going a mile on the 16th, clearly not what this horse wants to do. Maybe a prep for this race and I think Poppy's Pride is going to inject some of that pace into this race that that's needed for Gandhi's Dancing to close into. So we're going to use Gandhi Dancing. Um, we're also going to use the 6th First Deputy for the same exact reasons. A, a closer in a speed filled race this one is actually dropping in class 10 to 1 on the morning line probably won't get that maybe about six or seven i'm good there and then the last horse that we're going to use is the very outside with the unbelievably cold joel rosario but also fits the same bill kind of dropping into this level and has run some previous races that were pretty good um the post isn't the greatest but if this one can get position and kind of make a run i i I think striking speed will be okay at six to one so we're going to go with number one which includes poppy's pride and gandy dancing number six first deputy and number 10 striking speed and we're going to connect those horses those three in twenty dollar doubles to race eight, which is a fifty thousand dollar claimer going six furlongs on the main track. To number two, the chalk dots dollar, who looks like a complete standout on paper. Um, you know, this is something I learned from the late Dave Litfin. Rest in peace, sir. RIP Dave uh, Litfin, man. Yeah, that's my guy, man. I, I learned a lot from him.
0: Dude, lifting at large, like learned so much from lifting at large.
1: Absolutely. And and his book, um, I I think it's Expert Handicapping uh, is the name of the book. And and it's excellent about buyer patterns, things like that, the tools that that you can use. Um, Well, this one, Dots Dollar, last two races, the buyer speed figure is better, faster than everybody else's last two races. And those horses hit at a high rate. And dots dollar fits the bill has the speed has the versatility
0: to dominate that field so we're going to go with dots dollar in the eighth man um so i actually did play something through the seventh too i i went with a pick three starting in race seven because i'll be honest i had some when i capped this card last night i had some insane prices from about race like four through about race eight of just insanity, insanely high prices as my top picks. And so I decided to play a $5 two by two by two pick three for a 40 spot here, starting in race seven, the, the 6,000, sorry, six for long, $16,000 claimer. Uh, we got this fu- fucking race surrounding. Cause you didn't <laughs> mention any of the horses that I'm using. Uh, the first one, my top pick is going to be the two bust and shout at 10 to one. Okay. Okay. Bust and Sh- Sh- shout. Yeah, like bust and shout and then no more talk. Those two horses in this race, to me, are honestly just the exact same horse, with one has a price that's about five times higher than yeah. the other one. Um sometimes it's just a little bit of like a you know a numbers game throwing throwing a run style at, at this sort of problem. Um, but you know, I, I really think that uh, you know, no more talk is a little bit a little bit longer in the tooth. I mean, this this is nine-year-old Gelding at this point has raced 85 times. It's time for for Bust and Shout to to get in here, uh, who's only raced a, a, a just a slim twenty nine times uh, in his career as a as a seven year old, but I, I you know I know it's a gelding. I know these horses kind of hold on a little bit, but I don't know. Uh, no more talk hasn't well, never mind. I remember that incorrectly because uh, this horse <laughs> has one under, under the very hot David Jacobson two and three back. Um, but yeah, uh, I'm still going to take the shot with Bust and Shout, and then my other horse is going to be the three. No more talk at at 2 to 1. Um in the next race, race 8, that 6 furlong $50,000claimer, uh my top pick was the 3 C's get degrees. I mean C's is a class dropper uh for uh, as I've taken to call him, calling him the obnoxiously hot David Jacob. Say
1: say Say go my DJ.
0: It also works for go dolphin cuz that my dolphin uh yeah telling it telling a tail with his hands like it's like it's like a folk art um it seems like for some reason with this horse no more talk that like jacobson's game hasn't necessarily like traveled with it you know a little bit um with seas get degrees I, I i think maybe the horse just didn't like belmont because it really liked shipping to to new york to aqueduct it just really fell flat the time that it shipped in um I, i'm i'm Relying on the uh, obnoxiously hot and thinking that maybe the horse is just uh, anti Belmont. And then I'm using the four happy farm at six to one, because I think Pratt could be sitting right behind just a, a real wall of pace in the, in this one sure. it's first off the claim for uh, Ariega who's 15% for the year as a trainer, and then also 15% off the claim. So um, you know, Barry said that, you know, his bread and butter is something personally, my bread and butter is bread and butter. Uh, but I really like uh, seeing that, you know, he can keep up that percentage Uh, So those are my two horses there. That was the three C's get degrees in the four happy farm. And I wrapped it up in the race nine, five and a half furlong, $150,000 coordination cup stakes on the melon turf. Um, I think this race suddenly becomes very tough for the Wesley Ward favorite. If if this turf comes up a little bit softer or if they take it off. So I'm going to take a shot with a bomb price. I like uh, for on or off the turf. That's going to be the seven. Which kind of okay. I feel like the story of our friendship, Unified Alliance at 20 to 1. <laughs> well, you're being
1: the hero here. That's that's this, this is the type of thing, yeah. you know, that that definitely uh, will will get you hero status in a heartbeat. Yeah.
0: I, I think the, the real heroes of the world are the people who get up every day, go to work and when they see something crazy happen, they just kind of turn their head away and be like, that's their shit. <laughs> Uh, the and then the other horse I used, of course, was the four Love Reigns at seven to five. Listen, I, I've made this mistake before, where I'm like, "Oh God, yeah, this Wesley Ward horse on the in this turf stake at so There's no way this one's live." And then it, you know, uh, runs a hole through the the veil between dimensions. Um, it's. <laughs> And I feel like I can use this kind of defensive chalk here because let's look at some of the other prices. I've got Unified Alliance 20 to 1 on the same ticket. If we go back to the previous race, we got Happy Farm at 6 to 1. Seas get degrees at 7 to 2. First leg, Bust and Shout at 10 to 1. I mean, if I catch one of those prices and still hit the chalk there at a $5 base, that's a, um, you know. You're doing good. You're okay. Yeah. It's a, it's a payout with a, an overwhelming surplus of diggity, I will say. Uh, so that ticket starting in race 7 was 2-3, 3-4, three, three, 47 for 40 bucks. Uh, you want to recap your doubles real quick? Sure, absolutely. We're gonna start in race number three,
1: uh, with number five, Bolivier. Bolivier. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, his trainer calls him Little Croissant. I don't know why. <laughs> number five, Boliv- <laughs> Bolivier, and number seven, Quarrel, and race four seed number four so that's twenty dollar double five yeah. seven with four and then in race number seven we're going to take number six first deputy and i'm i'm doing this in order as it's showing in the form so uh we're going to take the one the entry poppy's pride and gandy dancing and the 10 striking speed and connect that one race number eight number two dots dollars so that's
0: numbers wise one six ten with two do you realize that the wilderness is a five horse stakes and we managed yes, man. to use Sir. four horses like we managed to use everyone except for unsung melody so, healthy so that's win the that. winner right that's the winner yeah. Dang all right it. so i'm I'm tapped out. I've taken my my blue sticky money with the with the big face on it. I've cashed it a couple times. Put it into a couple a win place in a race three. Uh, sorry, race four. The Wilton using just Catherine. Uh, ten dollar win place. Then a ten dollar exacta one five with one three five for forty bucks for that exacta twenty for the win place sixty total. And then my two three three four four seven pick three starting in race seven at a five dollar base. It hits me right in between the eyes at forty bucks there. Look at that. Tapped out. We're in business.
1: Oh, yeah. And by the way, all my doubles were twenty dollars. So. Oh,
0: yeah. Oh, we don't we don't expect any less. We know we know how lucky I didn't pull out the
1: fifty dollar win bet or the seventy five dollar win bet.
0: Well, we know how the vice chancellor of no chalk zone district six handles himself uh, when, when he's here.
1: Um, That's a good idea. Maybe we should we should plan something like that and do like a little
0: Hunger Games type awesome thing Hunger. for for uh, horse racing Twitter and see see yeah. what we get. Listen, I'm gonna be the truth. Tell you the truth here. Like, uh, as soon as my my daughters realize that I'm really just not useful anymore, I, I'm pretty much on the <laughs> way out anyway. So, I mean, if we you need me to jump on a grenade so we can get someone into the finals, I'll collude. I'll collude. <laughs> Clued all over the place
1: that's <laughs> real pollution i'm not at the point where i want to jump on a grenade but yeah. oh i, am. Every I, I i'd day. fight you know i'd fight you know I'd, i no, I, don't, I'd throw, I don't throw, throw hands, hands anymore throw i don't hands. throw
0: hands anymore i throw bodies on top of grenades <laughs> oh okay that's that's my own my own body it's more oh, of a falling down oh. throwing mm-hmm. is really kind of i can't stress how much what just terrible physical shape that i am Man. Barry, what else you got going on right now? Yeah, I know you got you got podcasts. You got you're popping up all over the place. Uh, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, doing stuff with our uh, going in circles podcast, racing media, and we, you know, we got our podcast that comes every Monday. The big Monday show usually comes out on Tuesday, though, which is wasn't by design, but that's just how it worked out. Um, yeah. You know, it's going to do who- some
0: publishing the podcast and know those feels yeah
1: yeah man this is like oh it just can't
0: happen but on
1: a certain day and time so um usually comes out on on tuesday but it is the big monday show um we're gonna do some more stuff uh chuck's doing some daily uh saratoga diary like steve and chris used to do back in the day in the racing forum. and then i'm gonna add some some videos in there too so we got some some good things ramping up for saratoga and del mar
0: so one thing I have to ask my guests now, because uh, after seeing uh, Matthew and uh, Sarah both take the leap to uh, Naira is I have to ask my guests, like, where do you want to land, man? I'm the launching pad. Like I'm, I'm, I'm Cuba with the Yankees. I'm just a personal farm club to, to greatness. Where do you want to go anywhere? Where who, Whoever will have me. I, I'm, I'm okay. I'm not particular. That sounds like, I, NBA I, I like me.
1: Meet the new Jalen Rose, bury the Sunset. Let's go. Yeah. Hell yeah. Also, you, I just, also my lineup isn't as sharp that. as his
0: though. Oh, dude, his half-moon Caesar was always pretty, pretty well. Primo. Point. Yeah. Yeah. Still is. If I tried to get a half-moon Caesar, it would really look like I was just healing from a very unfortunate brain surgery, I think. I'd have to cut my hair in order to do
1: that. And I'm no, not. I'm not there it yet.
0: It. I'm almost there. I'm almost there. Yeah. How many years in a row for Halloween have you been uh, the guy from uh, Boys in the Hood that uh, has the jerry curl with the, you know, Deep really boy. just kind of. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I did that yeah, a couple of times, and then uh, obviously when I had the braids, people thought I looked like Carmelo Anthony, so I was him a couple of years for, for yeah. Halloween. So yeah,
0: I can still pull that I, off. Um, my uh, old roommate, Lex, who looks uh, pretty much just like me, uh, so much that we used to get, get confused. They used to just call us checks and lace uh, because we looked so similar. We lived together even. Uh, there was one year that uh, he was he, – this is a white man. He was Ghostface for uh for Halloween and he got third place in a Ghostface costume contest uh judged by Ghostface. Um and so he wow. got yeah and he got like signed albums from Ghostface that that's pretty dope. I think he had his like boy's signed signed for none of the signatures matched or anything, but <laughs> yeah man. Yeah. Tony Tony Stark, he uh he took care of uh, my boy Lex. Yeah, he also took care of Thanos sort of. But Thanos sure. took care of him too. So, oh, 10 for a good buddy. Tone got his money up. We're getting out of here on the notorious OTV. We will catch you tomorrow. We got Mark Capitan from on the wrong lead hopping on. I talk Saturday at Saratoga. Hey, um, wish he him a happy to... birthday. Oh birthday. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's man. coming from the man of, with just surplus birthday wishes. By the way, the the, the king of I like, try not to. I try wishes.
1: I try not to to forget.
0: It's hard, though. (laughs) Look look at that. Look at that. Man. Well, it's always a sad time to say goodbye to uh, the Michelangelo, the crying Michael Jordan. But we're going to get out of here. We will catch you tomorrow with more Notorious O.T.V. Brought to you by the Sports Gamble Podcast Network.